Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one having issues today. No, no, absolutely not. Never. No. So why would this my be life easy? Is, my life is issues. I mean, fair. Same. I live for I live for the issues. I used to joke. I think that I had more issues than National Geographic. <laughs> say that one. I should. Yeah, we'll say that. Thanks, Craddock. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks. We gotta yeah. miss him. Oh shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Manifested Drama. My name is Amy. I'm Missy. And we are just two moms that are on the brink of a lot (laughs) on most days. Oh, my shit. Yeah. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I am in Derby, Kansas. And we don't fault her for that. No, this was a choice. (laughs) This is the the life that I chose. No, this was a choice too. It was, it was, it was kind of a weird choice, but yeah, it's, it's a choice and and we, we stand firm in our resolve. Yeah. This is where we chose. I don't know. We are, for those that don't know us, um, thank you to the five people last week that listened to our first episode. Do you know us? We appreciate you. Five? Five people. Do we know these people? I know my friend Sharice listened. I think my friend Melissa listened. Um, I might be one of those, like five. I don't know. Did you listen? I did listen. Okay, so we only had <laughs> we only had three. Our shouldn't count, I it guess. Counts. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I like all of my my posts and stuff, like on YouTube and Facebook oh, you and TikTok. People, oh, people give me so much shit. You like your own post? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah I do. I fucking like it. I put it up. <laughs> I put it up because I like it. So I'm shut a, up. I'm a fan of me. Okay. I yeah, I am a fan of me. That I need a T-shirt. This self love. That is. If you can't be a fan of yourself, how I'm, the hell are you gonna be a fan of somebody else? I think that comes with age. So we are two. Okay, so two moms. We've been friends for gosh, like twenty years now, right? A little over twenty years. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's like this thing, like 24, 25 years. How old was I when we, yeah, I was 19. You were 19. Yeah, yeah, I was 20. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. It's, okay, it's so now we're, now we're just gray Harold, um, middle-aged. Can you even call us middle-aged yet? I mean, I feel like we can, because I definitely feel like I'm like, like steamrolling head on into a midlife crisis. Oh, same. Um, but I think there are people that would argue because I have had some very, very disgusted looks shot at me when I've called people in their 40s middle-aged. Yeah, like get fucked. Previously. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Like, how dare you How dare you call me what I am? Sorry if I'm an honest person. And I don't feel my age. Like, yeah, my body hurts and everything. Um, but, like, I have gray hair. But I feel like I am still young. Like, I still, even though I have a mortgage and children I still feel like I'm fairly I don't know if it's because I'm immature or what I mean I'm definitely like in that um I think they call it like grandma error that's what I've seen on TikTok as of late where like I'm buying plants and not killing them so there's a first for me um today I was I spent like an hour and a half on Zillow looking at houses that I can't afford and I just, I don't, I don't like going anywhere or wearing a bra. So I think I'm, I'm supposedly like playing TikTok. I'm in my grandma era. What about you? 
Um, I definitely like I like you said, I I don't feel my age. Like like I said, I have the aches and the pains and you know, I wake up. I my new favorite thing to do is wake up at one thirty in the morning just covered in sweat. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. But um, I, yeah, I definitely like I look in the mirror and I consciously let my hair go gray several years ago. I do not regret it. I enjoy my gray hair. I get tons of compliments on it. Um, but I look in the mirror and I see I go like, who this woman, you know, just I, I, I that doesn't look like how I feel. But yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, but I mean, I'm okay with being called middle-aged. I would say I'm in my grandma era. I'm in my like party grandma era. Cause like, I still like going out and, uh, so I know. <laughs> so I definitely feel like I'm in my like party grandma era. Cause I like going out, but like, I also battle that like crippling anxiety of like, Ugh, there's going to be people there. So and it's nothing you... personal, but it, you're people. What is you your know? going out like? What is that? What does that look like to you? Like, like what, like, what do what I do? Look do? Like or yeah. What? Like, oh, well, not like, not like, not like a fit check. Okay. Um, my going out is either like, I like to go to like art, like street fairs. Okay. Um, or like, um, you know, I live in Arizona and Arizona is a medically legal and recreationally legal state. So there's lots of, um, events around town that, you know, where people can go and participate marijuana. Um, so I like to do those. I also work those events for my company and that kind of gives me the opportunity to get out and do that kind of stuff and have that kind of fun and have an excuse to do it. Like I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a brand representative now I'm doing this. This is my job, but it gives me, it gets me out into the community and, uh, yeah, so it just, you're going and doing things, but you're not going out like hitting the club basically. No. Okay. No. I wouldn't mind going out for like a night or something like that or like drinks or whatever. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting up in the hooker heels and going out to the club. Not no more. Second episode, second hooker reference. Hey, you know, we should, we should go for, we should, we should go for like every, every episode we have some sort of a, we're going to get a hooker. hooker. Like the accepted vernacular. Is sex worker. Sex so worker. Okay. Like stripper. You have to say like sex worker dancer. You can't say hooker or prostitute. You have to okay. say sex worker. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm um, not gonna get all sex workered up. Yeah, don't get um, all hookered. Yeah. We are an inclusive podcast. We mean no hate towards anyone yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we say, we say with love and with no discrimination whatsoever. Absolutely. Because if you would see us, we are two train wreck shit shows. And Actually, former no, hookers ourselves. A friend, like a, a mutual, some who knows both of us. I'm not going to name names. But she said, she made the comment of, Amy has gotten hotter and I have not. <laughs> And I was like, who said that outside of podcasting? Okay. All right. But um, yeah, you are, you honestly, like you have an age, like your face is still like smooth baby skin. Like you talk about your gray hair, but like you have, what was the gray trend? What was it 10 years ago when all the little young things that we were almost were mm-hmm. dyeing their hair silver on purpose? You have Spending achieved that. Thousands of dollars on hair color. You yeah. You have achieved that naturally. 
And that's why you're, everybody is like, your hair looks like, because it looks like it's on purpose, but it's not, you know? You just, right. Hashtag bless, right? Yeah, it's one of the few things, one of the few blessings my mother gave me was was the, was the silver hair. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, when hers started coming in, I was obsessed with it. And I, was, I wanted her to let it come in, and she never would. And it's, it's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Women come to it on their own, in their own time. But I, as a hairstylist... I knew that it was just going to be gorgeous. And when she finally let it come in, I was like, see, I told you so. It's almost like I went to school for this or something. But yeah, but when I realized that mine was going to come in, you know, solid like that, I was like, oh, I'm fucking about it. I'm Um, so about it. (laughs) All my mom gave me was like trauma and like a thinning hair, like front hairline. So my mom, you've met her, obviously. I haven't met your Mm -hmm. met. You've met and um, she used to, like, bouffant her hair up in the front. And all I can remember, like, my most just – it's you could see the dome, right? And she would aquanet the fuck out of that dome, poof it up, whatever. You know, bigger the hair, closer to God. Closer to God. But when I was a young teenage weed smoker who would go out and do the bad things, when I would be stoned, that's all I could fucking do was stare at that shellacked dome. And I would get, God damn it, Melissa, look at me. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I was staring at the light beaming off of yes. your forehead. It's so shiny. But so we don't we don't talk anymore, right? We haven't talked in probably almost ten years. Um, oh wow. So, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a choice. But she gave me a thinning hairline. So right now, my hair I cut like six inches or so off of it. Um, I tried to go like chestnut brown, did not put a red gold corrector in, and it pulled like fucking ugly ginger. And since I'm naturally blonde, my hair doesn't hold like pigment very well anyways, right? So I mm-hmm. fa- it's faded. The bottom of it's like gold. The middle of it's like ginger. The top of it is like dirty blonde with some like glitter sprinkled in there. And I'm like, can I not have gotten like your cute gray hair? Like I'm going to have to make a choice of do I just go blonde again and just let it die, let it die, let it shrivel up and die? Um <laughs> Or do I, I've thought about shaving my head, but I was like, no, because like my neck and my chin and my face are all one entity now. So that's not going to look, I'm going to look at a penis. So I can't do that. I'm cheese factory. I, I cannot in good conscience let you go full Brittany. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I don't leave the house right now. So. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good excuse to like get away with it, but I feel like the trauma of looking like walking past any reflective surface would just be too much. I that's like me every... right now, though. Oh, yeah. oh okay. What? <laughs> what happened to me? Yes. Kids, marriage, life. I'm having hot girl summer brought to you by perimenopause, which it sounds like you are too. Oh man, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be such a good a good summer. I can't wait in this in this hundred degree weather that we've already got going. God, no, yeah. We went to the pool today. It was a a nice crisp eighty one. Um, I got overheated because I'm dehydrated because that's how I live my life, right? Um, it's either too much or too little, and so I'm sitting there and I'm not tan. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm already, it's 30 minutes. I'm sunscreened in SPF 120, right? Because I am paper white. And I'm like, I'm already sunburning. Motherfucker. I was like, we got to go. You can feel it. Like, yeah. you can feel your skin getting tighter. You're like, I am about to be a raisin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that 
swimsuit season. So I hate swimsuit season. I went to go try on swimsuits because I am not thin, but I am 15 down, 15 pounds down from last year. Good for you. Good job. Well, my swim trunks are not my swim trunks because I'm not a fucking dude. My bottoms are too big. Like I can tuck my whole fupa. Like it comes to my boobs. It looks, I look like I'm 42 months pregnant in it. So I went to go try to find a swimsuit that didn't make me look like I worked at SeaWorld, right? And I found one that was super cute. And I realized this is why I don't like trying on swimsuits because it had like one of those buckles. So it was like a one piece, had like an inside bra, but had like that fucking hook buckle, which you know, you can't fuck with that shit. My boobs do not fit in any kind of, so I get it on finally. And I'm looking in the back and that poor little buckle is in the back. And he's just like, like holding on for dear lives. I was like, I'm going to break this thing. I'm going to have to pay $20 for this fucking swimsuit top at Target. God damn it. So yeah, needless to say, I'm still on the hunt for something that fits. Um, I know that they are a little they've they've gotten a little on the pricier side over the years, but they mm-hmm. really do have good quality and a really cute selection. Torrid. Torrid has okay. got really good good swimsuits. That's where I got mine from. Yeah, I'm super cheap, so I usually go to Target. So today I actually because Amazon now has like a try before you buy option. So I went on there and I ordered um, probably like five or six different options to try them on. And then should I choose to keep them, I can just say, okay, I'm keeping these, sending this one back. And I, I kind of pick like a mix and match because it is like now where um, acceptance of a larger body is okay. I'm not going to be out there like at 41 letting everything hang out. But I, I appreciate like a high-waisted bikini bottom. Mm-hmm. and then like a top that's cute so I ordered kind of something like that because I was on TikTok and there was a big girl and she looked cute as shit and I was like okay she can do that I can do that but she was also probably like 20 so you know I have probably like... photoshopped and airbrushed and filters and all of that and remember kids social media is not real yeah she was like a drinking chugging like beer TikTok oh, so, okay yeah well like a little but her suit was super cute and I was like, that was like, okay, so I can maybe, she's like 20. So her boobs are where God put them, right? My boobs are, days. are where they've kind of like melted into. So now that, like, you know, I used to get, I used to work at Honeywell and it was a bunch of engineering students. And I was like, then I was 18, I think. And the next oldest woman was like 40 something. And I was always asking engineer students. I was like, why are you guys so nice to me? I'm 18 and I'm dumb as fuck, right? They're like, you're the only one that their nipples don't stare at hell yet. So that's why we hit on you. And I'm like, there, yeah. I mean, I should have, yeah. I well, those were the days. days. You can be like, openly sexually harassed at work and nothing would happen. Yeah, I'm talking them in my pockets. Like, I could roll them up like a cigarette and put them in my bra. And there's nothing cute going on here because I've been married for almost 20 years, so I don't have to try anymore. So I have like the giant old lady beige bra. I'm like, you want some of this skin to skin? Come on, good Hold on, I gotta take my granny panties off. 
I was so upset the other day because we have a puppy. His name is Winston, and puppies do what puppies do. But um, I did the whole thing where you don't even wait to get to the bedroom to take off the bra. And I just took it off and left it on the couch. And Eric, my boyfriend, being the good man that he is, took it from the living room so that it wasn't out and just tossed it into the bedroom. Now, under normal circumstances, yeah, under normal circumstances, this would be fine perfectly all right i'll just put it away when i go back to the bedroom but the puppy got a hold of my favorite bra no. yeah oh, all right yeah it's the well i mean i'm still wearing it it's okay. just it's just chewed the shit because one i'm not replacing it because i don't know if i will ever find another one as comfortable and two i, I don't want to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hate shopping for bras probably the same way you hate shopping oh. for swimsuits yeah I have, um, so I don't, I work from home and I don't wear a bra most of the time. So mm-hmm. I, like if we're going, obviously if we're going somewhere, cause I, I aforementioned <laughs> situation with my boobs, I'm not going to go in public with them dragging the ground behind me. So I have to put them in a bra. And so well, that's a tripping hazard. It's, it's for, for me, you and everyone around me, right? If I were to go to the beach, there would just be drag marks behind me. It wouldn't be a good look. Um, <laughs> So I do. So I only have like two or three because I wear them so little now. So I have like one beige one, one black one, one blue one, because I'm maybe wearing one a week, if that. I have one. I kind of want to work for home for that, for that specific reason. Yeah. Like I go get <laughs> the kids from school and I pray to God, I don't get in an accident because I, I, they're just going to be, what did I tell around there? Because we went driving somewhere and neither one of us were wearing a bra. And I was like, yeah, if we, get, if we die, our titties are just going to be flapping in the breeze. You'll be a, you have blunt force trauma all yeah. over your face. Yeah, somebody's getting a black eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we played softball last summer and I got, I would wear like a regular bra on a, the world's tightest fucking sports bra. And those motherfuckers are still slapping my chin as I'm walking. And I'm not even kidding. Slapping my chin as I'm running bases. I was like, what the fuck do I have to do? You girls need to get it together. So I'm going to, I don't know. I want new boobs. I want new boobs too. You know, I don't want new boobs. I just want to put them back up where they belong. Yeah, I want new You know, ones. like the lift. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm past that. My trainer just, friend was like, just do push-ups. Your muscles will pull now, girl. No, ma'am. You for the little trusted community, this is true. So cute. But like when your boobs hang low and they wobble to and fro, and you can tie them in a knot and you can tie them in a bow, but it's not happening. Uh, just do push-ups. That kills me. Yes. (laughs) I'm like when I do push-ups, my tits are still touching the ground. Only yeah, because, how do you know if you've done it right? How do you know yeah. you're all the way up? I have T-Rex arms too, so they're not doing much. This is just this hashtag big booby problems. Exactly. <laughs> small, small titty privilege. Yeah, seriously. Y'all just don't know how good you got it. I know. They have no and they're like, oh, I wish I had boobs like you. Shut up, Cynthia. No, no you fucking, fucking don't. don't. You want all these back problems? Yeah. You want people staring at your chest instead of looking you in the eye? Be my guest. You know what Victoria's secret is? She doesn't handle shit like this. She's like, no, no get out of here. She's an old man who lives in Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Thank you. 
And I wish they weren't so goddamn expensive. Oh, they're pricey as fuck. They are, but they really are this. They are the most comfortable, like pretty bra for yeah. plus size. Torrid has I, got good stuff, but it's kind of hit or miss as far as their styles. Well, I am a, since I live in Derby, Kansas, um, I don't go to the mall because you literally can stand in the middle of the mall and see from one side to the other because it's Kansas. Um, so I go to Target because, you know, I don't want to leave Derby. I don't want to go into Wichita. I have a question. Is it because you can see all the way through it because it's so flat or because it's so small? It's so small. <laughs> Touche. Because it's Kansas. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I had a friend come up from Houston and she's like, it was um, homecoming. And she's like, I had, because I was telling her, I was like, the mall is ridiculous. Like, we don't even back to school shop at the mall. It's that small. And, um, because Texas, you, every mall is ginormous, and you have outlet malls everywhere, right? And she's like, you have got to take me to the mall so I can see it. And I was like, bitch, I got you. Let's go. We got five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, this is fucking it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like, what kind of stores? Like, what are the anchor stores? They have J.C. and Dillard's and Macy's. So they have the big three, right? Um, mm-hmm. but that's it. Like, they've got, like, an Old Navy. They've got a tour. They've got... Um, what's that freaking store that's my box lunch is like my new favorite store to go to as of late. Oh, I like they box have, lunch. We have one of those. Lane Bryant. They have the world's tiniest coach store, which I probably will not shop at coach ever again, just because did you see what I posted on Facebook yesterday? Um, I don't believe so. They have, you remember jelly shoes? Oh yes, 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 For yes. I remember. $195 jelly. Yes. Fucked. Yes. yes fucked. I'm going you to could fucking buy Walmart. Payless for $9.99. Well, yeah. I'm going somewhere Ugh. where it's fucking cheap. I'm going, I'll, I won't go to Walmart here, but I might go to one in Wichita because the one here is terrible. But yeah, like I have to go to Walmart tomorrow and I'm just pissed about it because Witten I needs- wouldn't even pay that for color change jellies. Exactly. And I was obsessed with color change jellies. I was still wearing jellies in like eighth grade. I'm not even going to lie. I loved them. I loved my jellies. I had like, I had jellies when I, like in the eighties when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And then when they came back in like the late nineties, I Mm -hmm. had them again. Yes. And I, I probably slipped on water more times than, than I mean, but they were clear and they went with everything. Everything. So fuck it. I had, um, (laughs) I had blue ones and clear ones. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. My mom paid twenty dollars. This was back when Payless was. I'd like to say that your mom never gave you anything. She gave me some look jellies and trauma. Jellies and trauma and a bald spot. A um, bald spot. And good stories sometimes of just making fun of her. Um, an eating disorder. Thanks, mom. No, those are two gifts that keep on giving. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad is like, um, uh, my dad. He's shaped like a green M M&M, and M, right? But. He used to say, as small as you were when you were born, I'm surprised you are as big as you are. And I have to be like, hey, lollipop guild, like, get your shit together. We match. And he's like, like, I don't understand why you're all about your weight. And I was like, says the man that didn't know my mother put me on diet pills in eighth grade. 
Oh, did she put you on Fen Fen? No, she put me on what was it, Metabolife? So it was almost Fen Fen. Oh. Yeah. But you know, I did eventually learn about Metabolife was that if you were drinking, you could take two Metabolife because it was like eating a meal and it would sober you up so you could keep drinking. Follow me for more tips, kids. So it was like meth. Yeah, basically. Or Adderall. Yeah, basically. Wow. And I did not sold that shit over the counter. Yeah. And I think some stuff they still do. Like I was talking to my doctor because I want to get on weight loss stuff. And I was talking about something and he was like, this is great. But like when you stop taking it, you gain everything back. Yeah. And I was like, fair, but I still want to give it a whirl. And then yesterday. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So yesterday I'm Googling because TikTok is full of like, I went to Mexico for my plastic surgery. So I I was fully looking at like weight loss surgery in Mexico. Not that I have a passport, but I, a bitch can look, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. Because you never, just to see. Yeah. I think <laughs> it makes sense, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, surgery, tourism, it's a thing. Yeah. Now, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you if you had considered um, any weight loss surgery. Yeah, obviously I have. Yeah. I think it's one of those that like insurance kind of sucks. When you have medical insurance and it pays for so little now, again, thanks, Obama. We've had this mm. conversation. We're saving insurance rents for another day. Um, <laughs> so we're switching insurances in June that I might be able to get insurance pay for it. Word. That so, would be awesome. But I have to go to the doctor. And I don't go to the doctor because when you go to the doctor, everything is because you're fat. Like my physical, yeah. Kevin's on a doctor. And I think men... Medicine for men is so much more evolved than medicine for women. Um, for sure. So I went and had a physical and he didn't touch me. Like, not that I wanted him to touch me. He didn't even like take my, they took my vitals, like my weight, my blood pressure, my temperature. Um, but he didn't like look in my ears, look in nothing. No kind of like there was nothing. Physical. He was just like, what's going on? And I was like, well, I'm having chronic kidney pain and I've had like multiple stents put in my kidneys. I have kidney issues. I have kidney stones like really, really. So I know where my kidneys are located. So I was showing him because I do, I'm I have a very short torso. And he was like, no, that's too high. And I was like, no, like that's, that's where my, that's where my kidneys are. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> And then I was, like, telling him how, like, I can feel kidney stones moving down. And he was like, well, are you sure that's not because of your apron belly? And I was like, no. Because when it's near my fucking vagina, uh, it's not. Yeah, I so, want you to get a new doctor. Yeah, we're going to. We're working on yeah. it. Because I was like, I don't want to go to that guy. Like, he's good for Kevin and whatever. But Kevin also went to him for... Like, allergies are so bad here for a prescription allergy medicine. He was like, well, you can just pray. Seems like what you're doing is working. And I'm like, no. I was like, what is fucking- like a, What is this, like, a, a mall doctor? Like, did he, like, pull you out of the middle of the walkway at a kiosk or something? Well, what had happened was, is the doctor I went to as a child when I lived here expanded his practice. And so it was one of those, like, your pediatrician. <laughs> Almost. Ross, <laughs> Ross, no, he retired. Dr. Lynn retired, okay. and it's the same practice. Like where my kids go to the dentist is the same dentist I went to, except for that dentist was like a hundred thousand years old now. Like he just he kind of comes like waddling in and he looks in their mouths and he's like, "You need to take them to the orthodontist." And I was like, "I'm poor. I'm not doing that." There's three of them. 
um, at the same fucking time. I'm not doing that. Sorry. I can't get them to brush their teeth. I'm not investing thousands of whole other issue, whole other thing. Braces. We'll talk later. Um, oh, yeah. So it's the whole like this is because like they were like, well, is your last name still Adonis? And I was like, nope. They're like, well, let's see. The last time you were I was like, probably like 1996 was the last time I was here. And they looked and they're like, yep. And I was like, that is when we moved to Texas. that's insane i mean that's very like quaint and like small town like oh you're going to the same doctor and the same dentist but at the same time it's just like weren't you here when the last time i was here yeah just like blow the dust off of her like yeah and i'm like leeching is not like a good medical practice anymore like we need to get some real shit going on right so yeah we're looking for a new doctor in the next month because like our pediatrician here is fantastic, but adult care and like I don't go to the doctor as much as I probably should because why? Yeah, why? Why? Well, because so, so they can just tell me that I'm dying. Yeah, I they can tell me that. That, I'm, that I'm fat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Again, I already know that. Surprise! <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? Stop! I don't look in the mirror more. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I don't want to go to the doctor. I I am very fortunate that my company my company pays for my health insurance. So like all of this stuff that like I need to be doing, like I need to get a mammogram. I I have not had a mammogram yet. Um, I don't want to go get a mammogram. It's not that I'm afraid, and or maybe that more maybe that I am. I don't know. But I haven't been to a doctor, and when it wasn't like an emergency situation like I have COVID or I need, you know, I've sprained my ankle or something where, you know, urgent care was involved in God, I don't even know how long. Like I, I would be afraid that I would walk in and sit down and the doctor would be like, okay, what's going on? And just burst into tears and just like everything is wrong everything (laughs) Everything sucks and I don't want to be here anymore. But I have to go to the doctor because I've been told by several people that it is necessary and responsible. Oh, yes. Gotta love the summer break. What are y'all going to do over summer break? Nothing, because I don't get one. Y'all don't have any plans to, like, take a trip or anything? No, our dog is super neurotic. Um, So we can't he won't be nice to people to come feed him if we're gone and we well, that don't want to counteractive yeah i'm like they're just trying to feed you and then i don't know about taking him with us anywhere you know but <laughs> so summer break your kids are gone they are they're in arkansas with their father and how long are they gone for they are going to be gone until july 11th Oh, wow. See, six weeks, right? Yeah, six weeks. What is that? Like, um, co-parenting and them, because I know we talked the other day how, you know, it seems like you're living your best life, but you kind of miss them. Um, Oh, yeah, of course I miss them. Um, Well, I mean, like, what do you mean, like... Like, what does my life consist of when my kids are with Yeah, what does it look like for, like, do they get excited to go... Oh, well, for sure. Yeah. There, I mean, their dad lives in Arkansas and uh, it's, he lives literally like up in the Ozarks and it's, you know, they go kayaking and they go camping and they're, (laughs) 
their older sister, their, their father was married once before he and I married and their older sister from his first marriage named Zoe, her husband has a school bus and I'm not sure what the plan for the school bus is, but I do know that when they all want to go somewhere, they take the school bus and I'm, yeah, I'm super jealous about it because I'm like, I want to go in the schoolie. But um, yeah, they just, they hang out. Their aunt lives in Arkansas also. Her name is, uh, her name is Frances, but we call her Frankie or Frank the Tank. And uh, yeah, she, she loves that I call her that. And she and I actually were very good friends before I met her brother. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I was kind of already like in the family and then just like decided to like have a couple kids with him. Okay, that's how it goes. That's it's how it goes. Kind of how Kevin and I ended up together. Because um, he, I went to his first wedding, as we, we know how Jerry Springer that shit is. But when he was <laughs> married to his first wife, I was best friends with her little sister. And when they were married, she would call me his girlfriend because he liked blondes with big boobs. And I thought that was fucking weird. I'm like, you're married. That's very strange. Well, they got divorced when her mom got out of prison. And um, that's like a fucking country song, right? A mom, mom got out of prison. My wife left me when her mama got out of prison. But so he came to, gosh, they had been divorced for about two years. And he came to like a family thing. And he didn't say, say hi to me. And I was like, you can't tell your girlfriend hi. And he's like, I thought we broke up when we got divorced. And I was like, whatever. And, like, we basically stayed up all night talking, and we've been together ever since. That's sweet. And our marriage has lasted almost, like, nine times longer than his first marriage. That's awesome. I think you guys could be together forever. Or until you kill him. That is why I was like, I don't kill him first. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that, that is kind of like a, an everyday kind of thing around here. It's just like, I love you. Most likely kill you in the morning. Yeah. He's always like, when are you, you going to kill me? And I'm like, I don't want to ruin the surprise. So I'm not going to tell you. They don't need to know. They mm-hmm. only need to know what, what we need them to know. And we don't need them to know. Like, I'm over here watching Snap, like amateur. I've already figured out because... In Kansas, there's farms everywhere, and a lot of these farmers, I told them, I was like, I know I'm going to hide your body. There's, like, on these farms, they'll have, like, places where there's no trees and shit cleared out. So, mm-hmm. if you were to put a body in there, people are just going to think, oh, maybe, like, an animal died there. Nobody's looked in this, like, hops and trees for 100 plus years, right? Perfect place to hide a body. Phoenix is the same place, is the same way. There's lots of desert, lots of places to hide a body. It was dehydration, guys. Dehydration. It happens. The elements takes people every day. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're like, you know, we shouldn't tell. He's like, you shouldn't tell people because I was like, look, maybe it's a smoke screen. Who the fuck knows, right? I mean. Exactly. I'm not friends with snitches. Because they get bitches. And end up in ditches. Get the stitches. They get the How's that song go? I don't know either. I do tell my kids, though, when they're toddling. I'm like, bro, snitches get stitches. You need to calm down. See, I'm all about my kids tattling on each other. But, like, like, you know how, like, the kids, they'll, like, they're, like, one of them knows that the other one did it. 
but you're not they're not going to rat them out but they also okay. know that they didn't do it but they're not but they're it's just like i'm not even going to ask who did it because i know neither one of y'all is going to cop to it oh, and yeah. i respect that but it also pisses me off so here's what's going to happen you're both fucking in trouble now yeah and my they still don't rat on each other that's good though solidarity yeah. like my parents yeah. will never know how many cordless phones and remotes that we broke like my mom got a new van and my joey and i were fucking around and we found out that if you just kind of break one of these styrofoam arms to the chairs in the van if you bend it back and don't ever sit in that fucking seat again nobody knows so take that mom down <laughs> can't do nothing now i'm grown Let's see. Oh yeah. Like, let's see. What did I do? Oh yeah. Okay. So my, my stepdad, um, like I was not necessarily the easiest child. Do I believe that I should have gotten the punishments that I got? I don't. But one of the ways that I would get punished when I was younger is I would get swats with a, um, with a like fraternity initiation paddle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one day, like I had just had it like, right. I was, I was just over it. So I'm like, you can fuck yourself and this paddle can fuck itself. So I went out to the garage and I smacked it against the floor of the garage until it broke. And I, at first I was like, fuck yeah. But then I was like, Oh shit. This is something that's very important because it was actually his college initiation paddle, but I was so filled with rage over whatever just happened that I, it, it was like my retribution. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I took those pieces and I slid them under the floorboards of my mother's attic and there it sits to this day. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. like my own little it's my own little shrine. Well that's one thing is if it meant something to him, he shouldn't have been using it for corporal punishment. Well, I, I don't believe he should have been using it for anything except for display. Agreed. You know, it's at that point, you know, it's yeah, you know, we'll we'll get into that, you know, another day. But <laughs> yeah. that I, that was like the first thing that leapt to my mind of what did I fuck up that I never told them about and that I know is still fucked up to this day. Yeah. There's nothing because my parents have divorced and split up and moved around so much since 1996 when they divorced mm -hmm. that there's no consistent place for me to have hidden anything. Like my parents, they used to spank us with a broken piece of one by four as my father actually corrected me when I was saying two by four about a few, a few months ago. He was like, no, it was one by four wrapped in duct tape. Um, we actually stole that when we were like 16, 17 and threw it out like the truck window. Now there's like a park where we... I was like, I wonder what they thought when they found this fucking thing. They were like, what the fuck is that? But yeah, I just, I think that's why I don't, like, Joey and I never really snitched on each other. Now that we're, like, adults, we're kind of like, oh, he's doing this dumb thing or she's doing this dumb thing. Um, but my kids don't fuck shit up, really. It's weird where I don't have to be like, who did this? Because even if I ask, I know that it's either going to be not me or I didn't do it. Like, those two people live rent-free here. Uh, but they don't do stuff where I'm constantly have to be like, you guys are all in fucking trouble. There's been times where like I've done things like assigned spots on the couch because they wouldn't stop arguing or spots at the dining table because they wouldn't stop arguing over who was sitting fucking where. But that's about it. Do they do that like bicker arguing thing back and forth? Like it's like, well, this, this, and this. Well, nah, 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 nah. well, this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. and nah, 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 nah. I'm just like, oh God, that like, annoys you me. Your fucking self. Yeah, so you I'm like, about what they're doing. 
fucking stop it. Stop the bickering. Yeah. You two either throw throw hands or make up. Well, they do it under their breath now. Oh, okay. So they I think I'm being sneaky. I can still fucking hear you because you're two feet outside of my bedroom. And they think they're being quiet. Yeah. Like, I'm literally four feet from you. Stop. Uh, my kids never really met. I mean, my, they don't mess anything up. Like, I mean... They, they get their own money and they buy their own stuff. And so if they, you know, lose something or break something, I mean, that's on you. Sorry about it. But V really liked to like color on stuff when they were younger. And that really got old because of the cleaning up and the deposits that we didn't get back from like apartments and houses and things. And I remember one time, like they got a whole of my lipstick. They were probably three. They got a hold of my lipstick. Oh God, it was great. I still laugh about it because it's like, it's, it was, it went on for so long. Okay. So we, I called it the game that never ended (laughs) because they put, I don't even know how long they had this shit in their hand and they, they just, they were calculated and they were patient because when I finally found them with the lipstick, I took it away, got them cleaned up and then it becomes, okay, let's find all of the places where you've put this. And I was finding lip prints for months like on doors that I that that never close like because at the in my bedroom I never closed my door so there I when I finally went to go close my door one day there was a lip print on the back of it and I remember it had been like a couple of months since the lipstick incident and I I would find them on on baseboards just just randomly everywhere and it was just like every time it was like one more point for them and one less for me because i still haven't found all of the all of the lip prints and it was just like all right why why would you do this to me because now it's... To give. <laughs> that's all it was it's not so my funny. kids like that's the most adorable thing that's just kissing things that's all she's doing that I can see in my head. She's like in her head. She's like they. She is. She's like, but you, mom. Yeah, I can't wait to see how long it takes you to find this. But you know what? Is that when they're older, that is something that you can torment them with later. Yeah, for you can, sure. Like, give them everything. Like, or when it's something they really, really, really like, kiss it and put like your fucking lipstick print on it, or do it to, to the to their forehead. That's a good idea. Yeah, we only had where Caleb put slime everywhere. Oh, not the slime. Oh, like, the slime. On the couch, in my bed, <sighs> on the fucking ceiling. How in the hell did, did he, like, throw it on the ceiling? I think so, yeah. It was one of the, during that time where we were outside with, like, the neighbors a lot, and he was unsupervised and would just kind of go ham a little bit in, like, the 20 minutes of him being alone. So that's all you need. Yeah, basically. Chaos. Yeah. I hated slime. I still hate slime to this oh. day. You know, our parents they, they they dealt with us in the silly putty. I didn't have silly putty. I wasn't allowed. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I sat on silly putty on the couch. Oh, but I can still hear I can still hear my mom. Yeah. Just like, how many times are you going to do this? No, we didn't know. have Play-Doh. We didn't have Silly Putty, any of that stuff. We weren't allowed to have any of that. Because of the fact that it might get messy? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I get that, but it sucks. Yeah, which I, I mean, messes are part of having kids. And my parents were not. They were like kids are seen and not heard kind of parents. Uh-uh. Yeah, because like my uh, my dad and my brother before my brother had a kid that lived with him were always like just spank them, just spank them, just spank them. I mean, yeah, but that's kind of applicable of the family that was around us at the time. Mm-hmm. So. I don't, I mean, I don't, my kids, I feel like are you know, way too old for, for spanking and have been for a good while. Um, but I, 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 I was a spanker and then I just kind of came around to the idea of this is not working. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. And quite frankly, I don't believe that I know how to appropriately spank. I think that there is a way that it can be done if it's, you know, in, in an appropriate way, but it's not right for everybody. And I, def- I, I don't think that it was right for me. And I, I wish I had never started, but that is what I knew from when I was growing up. So that's, yeah. you know, you do what you're taught. So breaking the wheel. It's that whole generational of, well, I turned out fine. But, but did, did you? I, did yeah. you? Because I'm, I don't speak to my mother because she went overboard a lot of the time with the punishment. Um, my dad spanked very, very, very rarely, but I knew that if my dad was going to spank me, it was going to hurt worse than anything my mother could do. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. I think maybe I popped their bottoms like once or twice, but I don't really. I set the reset button. Yeah, but I'm very yeah. fortunate that I've never had to really ground them, take shit away. Like, they're very, like, low-key, fairly obedient kids. Yeah. Yeah, V is definitely my my punishment, but... But Stephen is, I think, my – Stephen is my reward for surviving my mother because Stephen is my angel, and V is just like me. I mean, like, sassy-ass attitude and, oh, I can't wait till they come back and I can – because I've been, I've been hanging on to this one for a second. They come back the first time they give me any lip. I'm going to say, you can take that Arkansas mouth back to your dad's house. <laughs> I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. Uh, it's a whole different game when they turn 18 because now Rylan is 18. Uh-huh. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to go – they? I'm sorry. Sorry, Rylan. They are going to go hang out. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm like, you're fucking 18. Bye. Yeah. But then at the same time, we're still working on driving. Um, Can I or, as I like, or as I like to call them, death adventures. So it's fucking terrifying. Really, really bad at it. We almost got into an accident this week because oh, they pulled out of a parking lot without looking to the left at the, the red scion that almost hit my car. And then... Like we get turned or whatever, and this lady comes up on the passenger side, right? And she's she's mean mugging my kid. And yes, my kid was in the wrong, but I'm like, bitch, you need to fix your fucking face, or I'm gonna fix it for you. Like it's one of those. It's like, yeah, yes, and I was they like, fucked up, see? but it's my yeah. job to point it out. Yeah. And I literally the whole time I went, I was like, okay, so this could have happened. You would have been very, very, very hurt. She would have been very, very hurt because she was going a high rate of speed. Her insurance would have gone up. My insurance would have gone up. When you have to pay your own insurance, your insurance would have gone up. And I was like, not to mention getting the expense of getting cars fixed. I know. And I was like, no, because you, this is not the first time that it, there's been almost an accident from Rodland not paying attention. Yeah. And so we technically should have gotten them their license last year after driver's ed but they're not ready 
they're not ready. I'm not going to. And like, I have to actually this Friday, we have to actually go to the DMV and renew their driver's their permit and make it like an actual driver's license now, because I can't just renew it as a permit at 18, but I'm not inclined to give you one of my cars. So drive yourself to work or drive yourself somewhere because you're not a safe driver. Okay. Is that better? Oh, much better. It was like okay, womp, womp, womping. And it's, it was doing it for like 45 minutes before I was like, I cannot fucking take it anymore. Was it like that fucking TikTok sound where it goes womp, 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 womp? Yeah. No. But it should have been. I'm saving that. <laughs> Save that. Save that. Thanks, good credit. Thanks. Thanks. I did figure out last week when I was editing how to cut a shit ton of recordings together. So I think I've got like at least the technical piece figured out. So there's that. I know that um, Apple is hard as fuck to post to because you have, well, for when I had to pay to join it and then you have to convert what it is on Spotify into like MP3 to put it on fucking Apple. I'm like, you sons of bitches. Why does Apple have to always be the, the, the problem? Every other website, I just pulled our RSS feed link from Spotify and put it on everything else. And it was like automatically updates. When I deleted the, like the first one we tried to do, automatically deleted it, put the new one on there. No problems. Apple was my problem. So thanks Apple. Apple. And they keep bugging me to give them more of like my um, identifying information. So that way they can pay us eventually if we want to be paid for this, which I mean, obviously... We would. I have doubts about it, but you know, bitches, we can dream, right? You never know. You never know. We could be like, I don't know, famous people eventually. Infamous, possibly, more than likely. We're already infamous. You know the fuck we are. <laughs> you know, we've lived rent free in someone's head somewhere. In multiple people's minds, and I'm oh fine with it. Let's yeah. die there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of dying there, bitch, good segue. So, Amy and I, we went to this little shit town pole hall, right, in in Irving, Texas, which was, like, we, God, we had such a good recording about it. You, what did you describe it as? Like, a place for, like, misfits and lost souls, almost, right? Yeah, like, the miscreants of Irving would just, like, just congregate there. And it was all different walks of of just underbelly of society. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and it was one of those, it was a very, like, incestuous dating pool. Um, Oh, everybody fucked everybody. And it was one of those that, like, our our podcast name is Manifest Drama because we talked about how our kids constantly manifest drama and, like, it's just fake. But I think Manifested Drama is so applicable for our life at Friendlies, right? Oh, for sure. Because we were, gosh, we were 19, 20, 21-ish years old, We, you know, hanging out there. And it was, you had the regulars that would come in and out. Like, I probably made one of, like, my biggest, met one of my biggest mistakes at Friendlies, if we can just admit that. Mm, yeah we made friends like lifelong like my best 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 friend in the entire planet I associated meeting her from at friendlies we didn't know we went to the same fucking high school because it was such a large high school that one day I'm at like one of the graduation ceremonies and there's her fucking face and I was like bitch like I didn't know we but we are best friends now you know and it's one of those that's kind of it leads you like there have been um people that went there that have died unfortunately there are people mm-hmm. that have gone there that like it's one of those that um 
you're kind of always tapped into the network. Yeah, like whenever you whenever you kind of like reconnect with somebody, you like kind of check in on like the different characters and be like, oh, did you hear what happened to so and so? Or did you hear that such and such happened to them? Yeah, Yeah. just you kind of like keep up with the drama. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's what we did back then with this island of of lost toys was basically what they were. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, all walks of, I think I learned most of my early because I started when they're like my freshman year in high school. So I, I, I learned more of my LGBTQ plus community, like met people and just like was exposed to whole different walks of life going there because I was from a not poor part of Irving. Mm-hmm. And I was like very sheltered having moved from here, Derby, Kansas, where thank God where we are now. And it's not very diverse, but it's so much more diverse than it was when I lived here. Um, so it was one of those, like you, all the life lessons that I learned from this little shit pool and just, and the stories that we have from there. And like, cause that story spilled over to Denny's where you and I met Yep. and Denny's was the same thing was we would actually bounce between the Denny's at Ur- Esther's and 183 next to mm-hmm. because that's where Denny's goes. That's where Denny's goes. That's um, what that's what La Quinta means. It exactly. means next to Denny's. Exactly. I don't know if it's still there. If I look back to Irving, I'm gonna have to look and see if it's still there. If I if I if you go back before I do, then let me know and I'll let you know if I go back before you do. I try to I worked in Irving for like eight years and I avoided that whole area. Um just because of that. The, the yeah, the people. Um and it's so weird because I think I was somewhere random, like in Texas somewhere, and I raided to one of them. And I was like, fuck, look the other way. Don't oh, see me. Don't see me. <laughs> don't see me. But now I like to the point because we had so much drama there and they, we would bounce the drama from Denny's to um, Friendly's, which was the pool hall, and back mm-hmm. and forth. So that's kind of where I met you. And then we worked at Spirit and Girl together, which was like we worked with Sarah, who I had known since high school. Sarah actually came up for my 40th last year. Her car died in Oklahoma-ish, kind of. Her transmission went out, and she kept going. We had to sell her car here in Kansas, and she had to take a bus back to Texas. She was kind of what introduced us to Friendlies, actually, because mm-hmm. her older sister Stephanie went there. So that's how, like, my friend and I that I was with, that's where we, or we can pick it back up here. Um, that's where we kind of learned people, because her sister was, gosh, like, four or five years older than us. She knew people. Maybe she wasn't. I probably shouldn't age stuff like that. She's probably two or three years older than us. But I think back then, everybody that's older than you seems like they're much fucking older than you. Right? Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of. And so we would go and play. Like, do you remember playing Rummy at Denny's? I remember people playing Rummy at Denny's, but I did not. I think you did sometimes. I know we would smoke. Maybe. We would smoke in Denny's back then. Hell yeah. Got him. That there would be times I would sneak whatever beer my roommates would give me into Denny's, and then we would lift up the seats of like the bench seat and just throw our things under there. Get kicked out of that place. Oh my god. I, so I don't know if you were there that night, but this is one of those like core memories that I just remember watching it happen and thinking it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. Um you remember um Nicole? No, but keep going. Um 
so okay so nicole was uh, was like the resident lesbian and yeah, dated oh yeah only yeah. dated hooters girls yeah so nicole was there and she was drunk and i i feel pretty confident that she would be okay with me telling this with this story um but uh she was drunk and the it was busy it was like a friday or saturday night and um it was taking a really long time to get our food and of course we're you know probably 12 people she was shoved into a six-person booth and the poor waitress is doing her best well nicole decides that for every minute that goes by that she doesn't get her food she's going to take one of the creamer like little cups the little individual creamer cups mm -hmm. and she's just going to pop it onto the onto the carpet no i wasn't there for that that sounds incredible probably 12 times and every time she did it i just lost my shit laughing because <laughs> it, it was funny probably drunk too it was hysterical yeah. That's, I mean, that's the kind of shit that we did. And like I said, I don't know how we didn't get thrown out or arrested, but we never did. <laughs> I spent a lot of um, my 21st year with Nicole. Yeah. Like, we would go down to Fort Hood because her brother lived there. And I remember like I would hoard up at Fort Hood because as one does, right? Yeah. What else are you going to do at Fort Hood? Yeah. But then there was like, I did you ever go to the Halloween parties at Friendly's? Yeah, I did. Uh, those were a big to do. So there was one. Nicole had game. Nicole. And there was one girl that she hit on. And she's like, you're not my type. And Nicole looked at her and was like, 75, please, women can't be wrong. I that remember her. that. She said the number would go up every time she every said time. it. And I'm like, good for you. Good for you. But yeah, she definitely, that. she pulled the pee. She definitely, yeah. she pulled the pee. And Good for I, her. the last time I saw her, she was delivering e Fratelli's and delivered my office. I'd ordered pizza. And I was like, holy shit. Like, hey, girl, hey. That was the last time I think I saw her, other than maybe social media once or twice. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been able to connect with her at all on social media. I was able to get to connect with Cindy a little bit. Um, but Cindy was another, well, Cindy and Nicole were kind of like the two resident lesbians. And Cindy was Cindy, like number one. Yeah, Cindy and was so sweet. There was a, do you remember Tayana? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a girlfriend who eventually he transitioned, and I don't remember his name now. Um, but it was like Naomi or something when female transitioned to something else. Um, so that was like them, and like they would kind of battle it out for like head lesbian for a while. Yeah, and then yeah, I saw Kayana and Cindy. Gosh, Rollin must have been like two or three. We went to you remember Carrie? These have the white truck, Carrie Davis. Oh yeah, we went to her house, and Tayana and Cindy were there for like a cookout. We went there one time, and that's the last time I really, other than social media, like I don't think I'm friends with Cindy on Facebook because I just I don't care. And all honesty, yeah. I know she still goes to like the same bar and hangs out with Sarah. And so sometimes I do see Sarah post there, but I just, I'm one of those that it's like, now that I'm 41, I don't care as much about yeah. who's hanging on who I, I was passing acquaintances with, not even friends, just mm -hmm. passing acquaintances with in my twenties, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. But yeah, you're right. She was, and Nicole, gosh, God bless her. She just, she was fucking hilarious. And she like apartment hopped, like everybody else did. I don't understand mm -hmm. how all these people. I was like in the same place of all of the people that went there. They seem to always live somewhere different. 
every three or four months, right? Oh, I was one of them. Yeah, I was you one were, of them. Actually, yeah. And I Nicole, was. Nicole would have like at one point she was living with Daniel. It was her, Daniel, I think my ex, Stefan, and another guy in a townhome. Then the next time I saw her, she was living with her, Daniel, and another guy. And Daniel had, do you remember Daniel? Yeah. He had a motorcycle, Daniel. He had a python. Of course he did. He had a python that had like a plexiglass and plywood enclosure sitting on the floor. And he would open up, I said, no, cobra, cobra, not python, cobra. Black cobra with the hanging the, the head that comes out, right? And he would uh, hiss at it and it would jump at him. And right before he got it, he would close that enclosure. Well, as 20-year-olds do, his bed was on the floor next to this fucking cobra. And I was like, I'm never coming to your house again as long as you live with this fool. No. No. Hell no. Because I lived with Matt, my mistake, in two different apartments before I moved back with my mom. And got away from him. And then I lived, like, I lived in three places the whole time that I was friendly losing it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you guys, because I think I was the only one that had, like, a real job, too, after a while. Yeah. I want to say. <laughs> yeah. say. I think I was working at Honeywell, and then I worked at the title company. But I was like, God, what, how do you guys afford to live? Like, I had a car payment. And I just remember, like, I was like, can you give me a ride? Like, yeah, I guess so. I'm on. <laughs> be there soon yeah yeah uh yeah i i did i did the the department hopping thing i mean i had i lived with with bridget Mm -hmm. and and her dad and her son and then um that uh ended and i moved in with jessica and ice okay you remember yeah yeah jessica and 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 the kids band camp yeah and then after that went sour, I moved in with Onafree and okay. I lived yeah, Onafree. He, you know what? I, I have a very special place in my heart for Onafree because he really like, he became like, kind of like my big brother. Yeah. Like he just, he just made sure that I was okay. He helped me get a job. You know, he was just like, you know, I don't even have any money. I don't have a car, but I'm going to help you get a job and you know, everything's going to be fine. And well. She fucking lived with it was Anna Free, Daniel, Stefan, and Nicole. Sorry, keep going. Very good. Um, and then after that, like after after I lived with Onifree, because his lease was up and he was moving back home because he was on his way to starting his family. And apparently I, that was his first baby. And now he's got like three or four. And his first baby just graduated from high school. Kirsten. So, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah, and then what was the baby's name? She was premature. I don't remember. She was very premature. She was like, like a month or two early. Aww. She was like a pound and a half when she was born. Well, um, but yeah, after after that lease was up, I like had a boyfriend at that time, and like I kind of like I drifted away from the whole like friendlies and Irving thing. But I think at that point, like most of the people that I were friends with, like kind of started going their own ways too. Like mm-hmm. you had started kind of like like you were still working at Spirit Girl. I don't remember how long you were working there afterwards, but like you like kind of like you said you were working for Honeywell and the title company and all that. Yeah, because I left Spirit Girl probably like a couple of weeks after you got fired. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because you got me the job at Spirit Girl. Because I remember in my interview at Spirit Girl, it was on 9-11. Oh, 
Was it really? Yeah, it was on 9-11. Oh, what a crazy day that was. Yeah. Because I was asleep and I was supposed to be getting up for my interview and I was listening to like my alarm would go off and so I can't have a radio anymore because my alarm and I was like hearing about it but it was in my dreams you know how like when you have a, a song or like a, it, it mixes in when you're sleeping well my mother uh, Melissa you have to get up the country is under attack and I was like well I have an interview in like an hour so I gotta go so we're gonna have to pa- can you pause the terrorism because I gotta go get a job at a bar that so, was yeah. a crazy ass day yeah it was yeah because yeah. we did that spirit girl was in Irving um that was like an effluent clientele as well for a lot of the time. Yeah, Las Colinas was you know was nice. I don't know what it's like anymore. It's probably trash oh, it's now. Nice. But... It's trash now. <laughs> of course, they were always trash. Now they're just you know manifesting what they really are. Exactly. I think they the were that, nice that young professional trash. Yeah. Well, that was when it was like building up, and you had mm-hmm. all these office buildings coming in, and you had Cottonwood Valley, which was across from Spirit Girl, which was where Cowboys and and Maverick lived at one point in time, um, and then everything kind of moved further. I don't know that direction towards Valley Ranch and all that shit. And that's where yeah, it more like north now. northeast. Yeah, and now they've got like the Star in Frisco and and I think a lot of it probably had to do when the stadium shut down, mm-hmm. like when like there wasn't like that big draw. So like, you know, what the fuck? Now it's all yeah. about Arlington. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which Ugh. I mean, where Arlington they built that stadium was the ghetto is still the ghetto. Um, Kevin and I actually when we first started dating we were looking at rent houses there and the owner I remember at the time was like just so you know this is only going to be like a one or two year lease because there's eminent domain orders where they're wiping all of this out we're like mm-hmm. okay whatever we didn't end up moving there but we stayed in his mom's pink trailer for an- another two or three years but yeah that sounds so like wild that. Oh, it was like Barbie fucking pink. <laughs> single wide, two bedroom Barbie fucking pink trailer. Shitty trailer. Like where they would drop the whole for the whole. We did. Now we live in a house in Kansas of all fucking places. And I drive a Lexus, humble brag. So that's, like, yeah. That's, exactly. Moving on north for sure. We had to go south to go north, guys. So I want to talk about Meghan Markle. Okay, let's talk about Meghan Markle. Do you have an opinion on Meghan Markle? Because I have I have thoughts. So I'm I'm still kind of on the fence about Meghan Markle because I don't know if you know or not, but I definitely have like a like a deep seated, almost unhealthy obsession with royals, and it started with my mom. You're a white woman from America, so yeah, that is very valid. Um, Same. Yeah, I was waspy woman so she wanted to be diana i'm sure but um like she watched the 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 diana and charles wedding i got up and early and watched the broadcast of when kate and william got married i wore a crown to work that day i made people call me lady amy i I am ridiculous yeah i did i'm not even lying (laughs) i kind of wish that i was but at the same time i'm like i don't i i'm so proud that i did that no i'm I'm proud of you for doing that actually I'm here um, for it. Um, I like the I I love them together, but I'm I guess I'm kind of like okay, Megan. I 
And I don't feel like the things that you say that you've gone through, I don't feel like you should have gone through those things. But at the same time, you knew what you were marrying into. At least I feel like you should have known. She and... said that she did it. She's like, I had no idea who he was. I call yeah. bullshit. Okay. I call bullshit. I just, you know, and I think there are a lot of like conception or misconceptions about the whole like princess life. And it's, you know, it is a business, you know, mm-hmm. it is, it's, and it's, it's a dirty business. I, I like her because of the things that, that they stand for. Um, but I really feel like it, they're kind of leaning into the victim thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get hate for that and I'm sorry. Um, but I, I definitely, I feel for what they've gone through because you definitely shouldn't feel like, you know, you can't, you don't have anywhere that you can call home because mm-hmm. you are afraid for your security or you're afraid for your children's safety. Um, but at the same time, he was the Prince of England when you met him and he will forever be the Prince of England. And this is unfortunately going to be your life if you're going to be with this man. So even stepping you know, down. Yeah. Yeah, even with stepping down, because now there, I feel like there's even more intrigue around it, because it's just like, let's get the skinny, you know. And he wrote the book, and I haven't read the book yet. I probably will audiobook it. Um, but he reads the audiobooks. So I recommend it. And watch their documentary on Netflix all like the same week. Okay. So it's one of those that it's like it. You see, um, kind of some of what of what he's talking about in the book and the show. But there is one part in the show where they go somewhere and she, I feel my personal take on it, play, oh my God, the paparazzi are so scary. They're so scary. They're chasing us. It's so, so scary. Uh Because there was one point where they came out of a parking garage. I think they're somewhere, um, got into a car and she's like, they're following us. Oh my God, they're following us. Oh my God, they're back there. Do you see them? They're back there. Can we go? Can we go? And she's freaking the fuck out. And you can see behind them, there's no fucking paparazzi chasing them. There's nobody at a high rate of speed chasing them. And then just recently, there was something that they were on their way to something and they got into an accident. Her camp was putting out, they're very much traumatized. Thank God they were okay. It was touch and go. It was really, really bad. But then the police put out, like, no, it wasn't that serious. Like, nobody was. Yeah. Like, they were on, like, some kind of, like, high-speed chase around Manhattan. First of all, who has a high-speed chase down Manhattan? Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. It's Manhattan. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I get. You know, he doesn't want a repeat of what happened to his mother. I don't think anybody does. Um, Yeah, I just, it's, I like them together. I like what they stand for, but kind of leaning into the, the victim, the victim, like slot a little bit. It's like, you find something else to be famous for, you know, like sympathy will run out eventually. And that's just, unfortunately the way that the world is, you know, you, you want to get to, uh, oh, this is old news, you know, let's get to something else. Yeah. I just, I think I I want them to be happy. I, I, yeah, I, I've kind of felt that way off and on with her for a while, for, you know, a while, you know, I don't, I really enjoyed the Oprah interview. Did you watch the Oprah interview? No, I didn't watch the Oprah interview. I never, and I probably should go back before I form all of my opinions, but I think that some of the things that I've seen her say, like as of late last weekend, he was in a, 
polo tournament or some shit like that on the horses on mm-hmm. polo, right? And yep, there was like they were holding up the trophy, and she shoves her way in there in the middle of the, yeah. and then she goes to take somebody's award from them so she could hold it. And he, you can look at him, he's like, no, this is mine. And she's like, oh, oh. And then she's trying to hold the trophy up, and it's like, you girl, like you didn't need to be up in there. Like you had nothing <laughs> to do with that. There was a part of like, like after the queen died, um, they were, they were at, I believe they were at Windsor and it was her and Harry and William and Kate and was like, Oh, the big reunion. And they were like greeting, like, um, like citizens, like they Mm -hmm. were just talking to them and like taking flowers and stuff. And, um, like there was a moment where like, there was, um, like a member of like the, like I don't know, with security or like their, you know, their like staffer, their of their staffer, a team member, yeah. yeah. And he was like, I don't know if he was trying to like hold the flowers that she was getting for her, or trying to like keep her moving down the line or whatever. But she turned around and she had this look on her face, yeah. like, "Don't talk to me. I can do this." And I'm just like, "Girl, you, it's, there's a, there's a level of decorum, you know, and." You may, I get you're American, but you're not in America. And these people have just lost their most revered sovereign and you're acting a fucking fool. And now is not your time. You need to be there for your husband who is grieving his grandmother. And you need to be a representative for the country that your husband represents. And right now you're not doing that boo boo. So I very much think that she's there for Megan for the most part is how I kind of feel about her. And then in reading his book, it's very much um, everybody sucks. Everybody did this to me. Victim mentality, like you said. Mm. And like his book, you can tell it's a lot of, um, and I probably very much believe because you have siblings, I have siblings, and a level of you are, he is the heir and you are very much the spare. Yeah. And I think that that was made very, very clear. I think that (laughs) he probably would have benefited from extreme counseling because he still calls his mother mummy. And I think maybe part of him stunted at nine, 10, 12 years old or however old he was when his mm-hmm. mother died. And yeah. They seen- say that that's what happens is if you have un, uh, if you have un like unchecked trauma or like undealt with, you know, issues that whatever age that it happened is where you are emotionally stuck at until you deal with it. And I think he will in his book, he talks about the girlfriends that he's had mm-hmm. And there's yeah. one Chelsea Davies that you can see. She was the South American or South African chick, the blonde. He talked about her with more affection. And it seems like than with Megan. Like if you audiobook it, pay attention to like the tone of his voice when he talks about her. Okay. Versus the chapters about Megan. Because I want to get your take on it. So I just think that she kind of plays into it. I want to know like what the fuck she's got on him that he doesn't leave her after all of the drama that has happened. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to know. Like the pussy cannot be that good for him to put it on that high of a pedestal. And maybe he, maybe she does have bomb Punani and I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And I apologize to her vagina. If so, but I think that as much turmoil now that they've had kids is obviously a whole different thing, but I think as much pre kids that has gone on, um, Mm -hmm. And just seeing interviews where in the Oprah interview, he was talking about all of the racism, or she was talking about all of the racism 
all of the comments made. And then he's in a different interview way. No, that never happened. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, this was never said by you. So he's like, no, this was never said. I think it's selective memory as men will do. And I oh, think yeah. that maybe it really truly did not happen. Well, if it was, if, if, if all or some of it is, you know, a fabrication for publicity or for sympathy, then that's, that's a very sad thing. Cause you know, at the, at the, at the core of this whole thing is an actual family. Agreed. And, and it's, it's sad that it's, everything is just so messy and muddled, you know, let's just all, let's just all eat cake and get along. Let them all eat cake. Yeah. And spotted dick. Because they're British. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, I guess now that we've beat the dead horse, it's Megan and Harry, right? Um, well, we're going to keep beating it because I'm going to... Uh, uh, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we need to do a fuck Mary Kill. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, but... Let's do the royal family. Okay, well, well, before we do that, um, I we will come back and get to beat this horse again because I have to listen to the audio book and yeah. my views, my views may change. You never know. I think okay. I'll watch the Oprah episode and then we can have a whole Harry Meghan podcast. Just a whole yeah. discussion. I think we yeah. could get so and Kate and William and everybody loves Just William. All of them and Andrew. William. Oh, that filthy motherfucker, Andrew. I want to talk about William's hair. Oh, bless him. I think we need more. I think yes. we need more time to have a So let's do a whole episode. Let's do a fucking Let's do the royal family. So Charles, Harry, young Charles, not old guy Charles. Young Charles, okay. Harry, William. Fuck, Mary kill. Go. Fuck, Mary kill. Go. Okay. So um, fuck Harry, because I think that's obvious. Of, of mm-hmm. the three, he is definitely the hottest. Hottest. Um, Mary, William. And um, kill Charles. I think I have to agree. I think, well, fuck like 1998, William. Yeah, like before the hair started coming out, yeah. like call it age William. I think Mary Harry, because I think he would be a very caring, attentive person because he, he just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And kill Charles for cheating on Diane. Yeah, and that, I cannot stand seeing that freaking bridge troll around with the with the queen consort crown on and i'll get off my soapbox no agreed not right it looks weird (laughs) it looks weird (laughs) and that's all i have to say about that amy's off her soapbox we'll wrap it up um it's good talking to you friend yeah, you too, friend. This was a good one. All right. So I'm Missy. I'm Amy. And this is Manifest Drama. We'll see you next week. Oh, where can we really find you on your socials, bud? Oh, shit. I forgot. Um, What am I? I'm Mama underscore Missy82 at talk on TikTok. Missy Donneth Carter on Facebook. I don't have Insta. I have Instagram, but I don't know what it is. Um, What are you, Amy? I am MaryMother420 on Instagram and on uh What's the, oh, the TikTok? The TikTok. Yeah, and I am Mean Mommy Life on YouTube. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week. All right, friend. Bye. Bye.